Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO. When you sign up. Ooh, not the winner's lounge, unfortunately. <sighs> Welcome in, nonetheless. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Will the Goat is at Will underscore Gottlieb. Our guy Steven rocking with us on the controls, filling in for Joey this weekend. Steven! Mark coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> Steven! Mark A, our other member. With an all-cast fire Billy. Uh, I don't know if this one is squarely on Billy, you guys. The Bulls fall to the Sacramento Kings, 110-101. That means the beam is lit. The, the beam Bulls, is lit. The Bulls the beam. That's how the Bulls road Should trip ends. Should we just ends. pretend to be Kings fans right now? I, I mean, never want to be a Kong fan, even though I like the Kongs. Maybe cool. maybe we need a beam at the United Center. Maybe that's the biggest problem of this season the that beam we're, we're is sitting like here watching. The, the statue's inside. 22nd century fly the W. That's what I've decided. Ooh. It's light the beam. That's like so the cool. beam is like flying the W. Okay. Don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Take it. Take what you we think? don't think? I can't think of anything other than just the opposite effect of when that big alien laser comes down on the White House on Independence Day. Yeah. But it's a purple beam going up. Yeah, it's so pretty. But I think about Independence Day every yeah. time I see it. It's so pretty. And it's then so pretty. And then murders everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let's be honest, good for the Kings. They beat us. They're having a nice season. That's how their season's going to end. Yeah. Crashing and burning crashing like the, and the burning. White House exploding. Yeah, it sounds about right. Starting off strong and crashing and burning it in. Yeah. But looking good doing it. Yeah. That's an entertaining basketball team that scores a lot of points. Gosh. But okay, gentlemen, let's start here because this is obviously the most frustrating part about tonight. Geez. Zach Levine, who had really been struggling coming into tonight's game, didn't really seem to have his shot. He had gone ice cold, still struggling with that getting that, the quickness of that first step back that allowed him to get to the rim mm -hmm. and play above the rim like we've always known Zach to be able to do. He had that going on tonight. Mm -hmm. He was knocking down everything around the rim. Like at one point early in this game, or what, around halftime, he was 8 of 11 from the field and had only taken one three. Yeah. He was finishing at the rim. He finishes tonight with 41 points. We finally get a good game from Zach, and no one else feels like showing up. It's, it's not even, what the hell? It's not even the good game. It's the game. It was the Zach Levine game we've been asking about. I remember we sat on that couch. We said, man, can we get a Zach Levine game under here? Can please? we get one? And he came and he gave us one. Laura Lou says, please give Zach honorary goon of the night. 
I cannot do that. Goon of the night is for winners. You must win the game. You goon to win the game. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you got the goon. You got to get the win. But he gets nothing but love from the beginning. I was like, ooh, that looks different. Ooh, what's that move? Ooh, I remember he used to, oh, oh, snap. And a lot of me saying that to Will. That's I'm sure that's how it sounded in Will's ear. Mm-hmm. Just not me spewing all kinds of happiness watching Zach Levine play basketball. But he was controlled. He was consistent. He was athletic. He did it from inside. He did it from outside. He was assisting. He was in, in the paint getting rebounds. Like, he had, what, four steals? Four steals. That's four just four steals with Zach Levine. Like, he played very, very well tonight, Will. Yeah, I thought he sort of commanded his own game in a way that we haven't really seen much lately. Like, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about him making life harder for himself. But mm-hmm. I think today, he kind of made life easy. He wasn't taking super hard shots. The first couple were, like, transition layup, just going to the basket. Yeah. It was layup wasn't there, pull it back out, and then do the little Smitty layup, go up and under. So I thought he just got himself off to a good start mm-hmm. by finding easy looks for himself. And then he sort of just got hot and then kept getting hot. And then would he check and miss and then would just still kind of stay hot. It's, it's a shame that he cooled down when he got pulled in the third quarter, just normal break because you can't play, you know, 48 minutes in a row. Mm-hmm. So he came out third quarter, uh, rested a bit. And then when he came back in, he wasn't quite there again until a little bit later. Obviously the Bulls kind of, Tapered off there towards the end, but really like what we saw from Zach tonight. And yeah, I mean, again, it's all these like pieces here and there and like this, this thing over here and that thing over there is a reason for optimism, but we just, we haven't seen them all together yet. Yeah. And so it's like, just to your point, Matt, like, can we get something else to go right so that they can win a game? Nope. Apparently nope, not tonight. No. Can't have it. Not tonight. Zach finally has an awesome game. DeMar goes six of 18. Oh. And, uh, oh. I mean, we, we know and love what it is that Alex Caruso does for this team. Yes. Has been in this starting lineup for two games now. Correct. In place of Io DeSumo. Hey, Dave, remember when I asked you around halftime, hey, guess how many points Alex Caruso has? Yes, I do. And you were like, zero? And I, I was do. like, correct. It wasn't a trick question. It was an easy question. Yes. You know what he finished the game with? I'm going to say zero, man. Correct. <laughs> Goose egg from one of your starters. Not a thing. Not, Not to a say that thing. Alex Caruso is one of the biggest problems with this team right now, but... Right. I mean, Not you got to get help from somewhere. Yeah. And you also really didn't get much of anything from your bench tonight. It's true. Um, it's true. You didn't get any of that. Laura, Laura who's back on me about Zach said, Zach's a winner. Listen, it's a team thing. If you're going to get going of the night, it's a team thing, man. The win has to come with it. Them's the rules. But Zach Levine was great. He did a great job. He would get all the praise. But that's as far as it can go, man. You can't break out the gold belt. Because right. you got the L, that ain't how it is. No, yeah. no. The gold belt is for the winners. Uh, I, I do want to talk about the bench uh, because Billy made some interesting choices tonight. Before that, though, while we're on the topic of Zach, Micah Williams has a super chat in the comments saying, Zach was definitely very upset, didn't even shake anyone's yep, hand, sure did. just walked off the court, but I like it. This team needs some of that fire. They do. I, I did not notice that. At oh, the I end said of the it game. immediately. Maybe this it's because I walked away as there were still t- seconds ticking yeah. off the clock. Yeah, you were over like, there, Fuck you know, game. burning them in effigy over there. Doesn't but- it just kind of give you like 2018 Bulls vibes, though? Like Zach scoring 40 and being really frustrated as he walks off the court in another loss. Oh, man. It's I- just, it's like, it makes me kind of sour. It does, and it's more frustrating because you have other guys on your team who can score those points. That's why it doesn't give me those vibes. Yeah, Demar. I have actual people that can score. Demar, I think, is 10 for his last 33. Yeah, he's struggling. These last few games, it's just so weird. Yeah. He's struggling out there, man. 
Oh. You know what it is? It's because he heard Bill Simmons talking about a trade. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's and now he's upset about it and he's in his feelings. Yeah. So now he's not trying as hard. You know, that is a real thing that a Bulls fan said to me on Twitter tonight. How'd it make you feel, Matt? Uh, it made me feel sorry for the lack of brain cells of that individual. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why DeMar's having a, a rough little mini stretch right here. It's because he heard about trade rumors on Twitter. Yeah. That aren't even real. Yeah. So now he's salty about it and not trying. Yeah. God, yeah that, some that's, people. He's just, he's just doesn't have it right now. I mean, but again, still threw in six rebounds and four assists. Tried his best out there uh, to play defense. That's the one thing I've noticed about him during this slump is his effort on defense has gotten better. I remember when we used to yell about his effort on defense because he wouldn't give it. We were like, well, he's scoring 38. What do we want to do here? But now it's not working, so he's putting in a little bit more effort on that defensive end. Uh, again, he's not a great defender or nothing like that. All I wanted was effort from him. You're seeing that. But now you're like, yeah, the points was a little bit better, right? <laughs> the score is a little bit better for him. So hopefully he can come back home off of this road trip, find himself at the UC because, damn it, I don't want to see another game like that for Zach Levine without anybody coming with him. He just needed one person to come with him, just one, just one person to come with him. And the Bulls would have pulled this victory out. But he couldn't find that person, mm -mm. and we go home with the 2-4 and four record on the road trip. Real rough. Real rough. Which we all kind of said was going to be the record. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we can sort of look bigger picture. If we want to save that for later, maybe that's fine. But, like, what did we say when they went out for the road trip? What did we say the record? I mean, 2-4. 2-4. 2-4. That would have been great. 3-3 three three would have been awesome. They had a chance to do that. Yeah. I think it's more, like, how did it look on the way to that 2-4? and four? Correct. What's disappointing for me, and there was a super chat earlier, forgive me because I can't remember who it's, it was. It's uh, AK saying, what is this yeah. team's identity? Yeah, it's like the identity. You have these games where you play super well against the Bucks, and like everything is clicking. You're shooting threes. DeMar is defending. Kobe White is defending. Everything is going right. And then you have games like this that come right after that, and mm -hmm. it just looks like it's a different team. And so the identity part, I mean, to be still – trying to figure that out because I think that's what the answer is to, to still be figuring that out a year later with continuity being like the key of the offseason is really disappointing. So mm -hmm. I get it. I know the outcome was two and four, but like the way you started that with two huge wins, uh, one of them was at home, obviously right. against the Celtics, but with a huge win against them and then another huge win against the Bucks, it's, it is kind of disappointing to like lose all that momentum. Mm-hmm. Gone, slipped away, right through the fingers. It's a woozy, it's a wazzy. Yeah. It's just, it's just Crazy to think about how we felt at the beginning of this trip with that win over Milwaukee. Yeah. Where the Bulls were like, oh, yeah, we just beat one of the I best like teams I was like giddy driving home from Milwaukee a week ago. Yeah. After, yeah. 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 As well you should have. I picture you. I'm, I'm sorry, now, I've got an image in my head. You like just, yeah, da, 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 da. just And now they're five yourself. games under 500. Like, that, yeah. is, that is bad. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, Jeff Rocks in the comments saying our identity is bricked threes. And see, here's the crazy thing. On Brick a night when the Bulls were actually taken. more efficient behind the three-point line than their opponents. They were. They still got outscored behind the three-point line. The Kings chucked I mean, up a bunch. 13 40, of 43 for just thir just over 30%. Yeah. The Bulls shot 36%, but they only shot 25 threes and made nine of them. Ugh. That's getting outscored by 12 behind the three-point line. Bulls lose yeah. by nine. How many possessions did we sit there and watch, and it was like, damn, what, we, a three-point shooter right here would be nice because the reason they weren't taking them is because they're not three-point shooters. Yeah. And the ball and the offense and the way it was flowing, 
It was like, boom, there's an open three-point shot. Three-point shooter takes that shot right there. Nope, ball swing, movement, turnover. Ball swing, movement, miss jumper. Ball swing, movement, ball rolls off your leg, out of bounds. God damn it, they don't have no shooters. <laughs> and that's just the, been the frustrating part. It was the main thing we talked about coming into this season, and you just see it on a nightly basis going in with this team. So it's frustrating. I, yeah, I'm like losing ways to put it differently. Like the Bulls lose against math again. Oh, math. That's kind of the, right. That's math headline. ain't math, baby. Math is undefeated. The Bulls <laughs> are defeated. <laughs> math is undefeated. The math ain't mathed, so you got to get a shooter somewhere, somehow. And I don't care who. Maybe you got one on your bench you're just not playing. Who knows? I don't know. But you have to get a shooter in here because your offense cannot have that flow. And and you thought it would be Kobe White. Again, that's why I talk so much about Kobe White being a threat out there, just being an actual threat, just being on the floor. But he'll play himself out of a game. Mm-hmm. And that's the frustrating part because mm-hmm. it's necessary for you to be there but then he doesn't value the ball on certain possessions. Yeah. Then he'll start doing that old Kobe one-on-four kind of thing, uh, taking a step-back jumper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? And then doing that. Two in transition with one-on-four. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, like and then you're out the game. You're done. And Billy's like, go have a seat. You ain't got it tonight. So he's not giving him that opportunity to do it. And I don't blame him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for that. But we need it's needed so damn much it just makes everything in life simpler for any basketball team when you just have one shooter just one shooter out there man one consistent shooter out there for the Bulls team man and they don't have it or it doesn't exist who knows <laughs> one one shooter might it's be nice the former they one, don't have it nope uh all right uh we got to take our first break here while we do that Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. When we come back, I saw our guy Salim had an interesting comment uh, about uh, some some small ball opportunities that Billy might Ooh. explore. And I did want to talk about excited. Billy's rotation in the first half compared to the second. So we will get to that coming up Ugh. next. But first, if you weren't at the CHO Bears tailgate today, you missed out on some good times. You also missed out on some good meat. Meat! From our friends at Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous delicious meat sticks. Meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, hello, Hello. happy hour, school lunches, and with 16 grams of protein packed into every meat stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack. You know, I had one after my workout today, gentlemen. Yes, you did. Maybe I had two. Maybe three. Maybe three. Yes. Maybe four. Maybe the arm curls. If you haven't tried them yet, y'all, seriously, you are missing out. Those meat stick curls. Delicious because they're made from recipes generations <laughs> in the making and being all natural. They deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. And check mm. out some of those flavor varieties like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. Mm-hmm. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco and Sam's Club, plus all of your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you go to their website, greenridgefarm.com, and place an online order, Put three of their products in your shopping cart. Trey. Add some meat sticks to that order. Yep. And those meat sticks will be free mm. if you use promo code CHGO. Mm. Free meat sticks. Mm. Promo code CHGO. Mm-hmm. Those are all the syllables you'll ever need in life. Mm. Greenridgefarm.com. Get some meat up in your life. Get it up in ya. The gabagoo. The gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Matt? Matt had a lot He's of meat. He's broken. He did. You're a broken Matt Peck. 
the You've broken Matt Peck. Where's the full of meat? Full of meat and gabagoo. All right. But you know what he had this morning? Do you know how he started his day? I've Not with meat. He didn't do it with meat. Meat was a part of the day for sure. No question about it. But I know how he started his day. Those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and oh, sweet Justin Fields, the adaptogens. <laughs> oh, to help him start his day correctly. I'm talking about Athletic Greens, y'all. That special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and your aging. All the things that you want to take care of. You're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. It costs less than $3 a day. And it's cheaper to get all those supplements yourself. Vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. And it does all this while still tasting amazing. Let me give you an Athletic Greens hack right here. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, you know, I had my naked juice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Strawberry banana. Strawberry banana's undefeated. Any kind of smoothie you ever want to do in your life, strawberry banana's undefeated. I'm looking at it. Got a little bit left in there. I was like, I could chug this. Or, boom, I get a scoop. Of the athletic greens, dump it in, do it. shake that joint up, chug it on down, baby. Get you more of that goodness mm. in your system along with that smoothie. That's a hack for you right there, y'all. Don't just have to be water. You can put it in your smoothie and it be awesome. Oh, so many ways to do the right thing. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and three, four, five of them free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do. Visit athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it. You dump it. You shake it. You drink it. You feel it. In your system. All in now. I think shake it up and chug it on down might be my new favorite. <laughs> yep. That shake it up. Good. Chug it on down, one. baby. Chug it on down. Chug it on down. <laughs> Took it right on down to Chinatown. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get oh past. Oh, my goodness. Gabagoo. You can't get past that? Gabagoo. We'll I hit saw you it in the comments. I had to say it. <laughs> had to say One it. of my all-time favorite words. I mean, it was, it was all I could say. It's oh, right my there. goodness. Uh, all right, guys. Gabagoo. Moving right along. Salim, shout out to our buddy from Bulls Gold. Dream. Saying, I think the Bulls need to find ways to play small more. Get Pat minutes at the five. I like the DJJ Pat front court that Billy tried tonight. So, Billy tried that in the second half. Ugh. The first half was DJJ and Drummond on the floor at the same time. And we were all sitting there in that second quarter. (laughs) That poop of a quarter. With that line about there, it was was Drummond, DJJ, Dragic, DeMar, and Ayo. And then Caruso in for Ayo. But those same four. And the Bulls got outscored by uh, 70 <laughs> in the four or so minutes that that fivesome was on the floor. Yeah. So I l- appreciate the fact that Billy didn't try that again in the second half. Yeah. And then we saw what Salim just brought up, which was DJJ and Pat on the floor together. But Salim here maybe even suggesting finding lineups where Pat is the five. Maybe. I don't know about that. We were just talking tonight about how Pat's uh, season average on rebounds is uh, not even four. Listen, that lineup was pure ass. Dude. And the problem with it was the minute it happened, Matt was <laughs> mad at Wait, what? Everybody was confused when, when it first came out. It was like, wait, what? Where, where are you getting shooting Who's from? Shooting? On this? Who's shooting? Who's shooting on this lineup? And it wasn't no the fact one? that that is the fact he 
it continued. It stayed right. on and on and on and on and on. The Bulls had nine turnovers in that quarter. Oh, God. And four of them were Derrick Jones Jr. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It How was does horrible. a dude who doesn't touch the ball have four turnovers? <laughs> they, they don't understand. Bro, when it happened, immediately the entire game shifted because the Bulls were – the game was still kind of – actually, the Bulls were leading. And the game shifted. They went on a 15-5 run when that lineup came in. 15-5. And, and there was a wrap after that. And we were begging somebody to get some shooting in there. No, Billy, Billy that was an ass lineup, Billy. And, and I'm glad he changed it in the second half, but he needed to change that shit sooner. That was yeah. a trash lineup, bro. That's what I was going to say. Like, they did get the adjustment, but it, it came too late. Like, yeah. That, that mm. nearly cost them the game. Yeah. We've seen, like, this isn't, we had the question about identities. This is not an identity thing, but it seems to be a trend that we're seeing over and over again where they get into these really deep holes and mm-hmm. then they claw themselves out of it. Like, they, that's kind of who they are right now is a yeah. team that, that if they're going to win, it's be because they've clawed themselves out of a 15-point deficit. Yeah. And it almost happened tonight, but, like, you just you can't live in that world. Right. It's just so difficult. And so you, you're managing minutes. You've got Javante out of the lineup. Like, all this stuff is going on, and – you know, there's there's a time and a place to test out some of these lineups. I don't hate that in theory, right. but it didn't work, and it kind of went on a little too long. I did like the adjustment, like Salim pointed out, to have Patrick and Derek yeah. out there in the in the early fourth quarter, I believe. Yeah, uh, that lineup was really good, and it helped them cut the lead down to one or whatever yes, it, it was. Um, yeah, Drummond's had a couple of weird games now where he just it's difficult for him to be out there when. He's kind of killing you and clogging up space. Yeah. And, like, you can get away with that having a complete non-shooter out there if you've got spacing around him. Correct. But as we've talked about, ad nauseum, there's, <laughs> there's no spacing around him. Zero spacing mm-hmm. around just, him. There's none. Yeah. No. It was bad. Uh, I don't know if I'm as far as Ryan in the comments who said, I've seen enough of Drummond and Dragic, to be honest. Damn. I mean, there, there have been been games this season where like the Bulls don't win without the efforts of Drummond and Dragic. I feel like like that's one of the two known quantities of this team. Yeah. Yeah. And and that could fall apart at any given point. Like there's a reason why we're all skeptical about those signings. Damar being good. He's allowed to have bad games, people. Yeah. Damar being good and the Dragic Drummond unit with the second group has been awesome. Yeah. Those are like the two things that we know about this team. That's right. true. That's true. Um, they can't change that. Our, yeah. our guy Mark in the comments saying that lineup was the same as last season, which was Demar and the bench guys that owned everyone. It was fine based on past data. When they were hitting threes, mm, yeah, that's a little different. It was a little different last season. It was a lot different last season. A lot of different. I mean, shit when, last when, season. when we looked at that five that was out there in that second quarter, and we all yeah, with everybody yeah, who's shooting? <laughs> like, who, who, <laughs> Who is shooting out here? That was really funny. Honestly, it was because really the funny. answer is Everybody's nobody. I has been chucking up bricks recently. Yeah, Dragic yeah. has been chucking up bricks recently. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't the one. Derrick yeah. Jones Jr. Dragic hit a corner just, three tonight, and I damn near had a heart attack. <laughs> yes, it's true. Because that, it was that wasn't shocking. Happen, that wasn't happening that last happen. year. It was shocking when he was shooting forty percent in the first half of the season. Oh my! Like God. it wasn't happening. And when Ayo was shooting forty percent in the first half of the season. Like, it, it was different. You know what I mean? It was just, it was different. It was a whole different monster, man. But, no, it didn't work at all. I don't want to see it again because the shooting ain't there of what it was last year. So, no, can't do it. And and you can't, like, bank on that to improve. Like, the Bulls, I, I want to pull up the numbers here real quick, but, like, the Bulls are not a good shooting team. That's why they don't take very many threes. Like, right. uh, volume of threes is oftentimes an indicator of 
quality because teams aren't just like mm-hmm. throwing up a ton of threes if they don't have any shooters and those shooters aren't confident. Yeah. That's the category the Bulls fall into. And so, like, whereas we talk about, um, you know, Lonzo maybe coming back helping the Bulls, whereas we talk about um, Zach starting to look more like he did tonight yeah. coming back and helping the Bulls, those being indicators of them having area to improve, I don't think you can say the same thing about the shooting because the shooting, I, I mean, Whenever they do have a good shooting night, it's like kind of a surprise. They still shoot less than thirty threes a game, which is insane to me. So I don't, I don't think you can really count on that becoming one of their strengths at any point. Am I wrong? I don't know why that just threw me no. off. Because <laughs> no. you're right. No, you're Y'all right. About go. You're right. No, that works on him, not me. No, no. Uh, <laughs> break you. Oh, we got a big old super chat from AK. Yeah, thirty-five and a half percent on three. Uh, what do you think of the Lonzo injury update coming back in a Bulls uniform? Per Billy, it's been really slow. Just being honest, Billy said in the latest non-update uh, on the progress of injured Bulls point guard Lonzo Ball. So yeah, we we talked a little bit about that in pregame when that update happened earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely call that an update. Yeah, yeah, it's an update, and it's not a good one. No. Um, we were kind of maybe hoping that if the Bulls could stay afloat and sniffing the Eastern Conference playoff picture, Lonzo comes back, gets himself into form, the same timeline of Zach Levine getting himself into form. Mm-hmm. Maybe this team can make something happen, make a playoffs, and then who knows? Um, I, I am preparing myself mentally right now based on that most recent update. Lonzo ain't playing this season. Mm. That's what that sounded like to me. Still not running, still not cutting, still no contact. I mean, we're 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 a week or so into December now, gentlemen. Like, yeah. time is fleeting. Time is moving. Time's ticking on. I continue to say All Star break. I mean, that's the only thing I'm gonna keep saying. It's All Star break. I'm not saying that you're wrong that you won't play again this year, but that's just the thing I had in my head. I, if I hear that All Star break. That, yeah, it still ain't doing it. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, he not playing. We out. That's only like a, a little over a month away, Yeah, though. I know. I know. But that's all I'm rolling on is that. And because Bulls, well, been, Bulls no, have I mean, shown me some secrecy. All-Star break is mid-Feb. Yeah. So, that, so that's like all. That's a little over that's two months. all of months. January and, and a little it's bit of Feb. Over and all two that, months from and now. Including this month. So, but again, no, no, no. It's in, it's in February. But, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to keep rolling with is, is All-Star break in my head. That's how I see it. But at the same time, know. I'm not saying you're wrong by any means, but at the same time, you have to look at the trends on the way there. Correct. The Bulls started five and four. They beat the Nets and then the Hornets to get to five and four on November 2nd. Since mm. then, they are four and ten. Mm-hmm. In 14 games, four and ten. Not good. I mean. That's what I was told. It's not good. That's not good. You've been told correctly. Thank you. Because that Thank is you. not good. I told myself. So I am correct. <laughs> it's not a good thing, man. So, yeah, this team is struggling with, with without him. Uh, you definitely see the need for him. But they're going to have to figure that out, you know. And I think the All-Star, I mean, I think that's when everything will come to fruition for me as far as is it time to, you know, make these trades and get some people in here, you know what I'm saying, that we've been crying about, which is actual three-point shooting and some interior defense and some more basketball like you. I like basketball like you. Oh. Love so basketball <laughs> it's my thing, Love but um, yeah. So I'm, I'm again for me, it's all star break, and you're still trying to tread the water because they still have those plans in their head uh, of playoffs. Like that's what their plan is right now. Whether if we believe that uh, or not, or whether you guys believe that or not, that's what the plan is. So that's what they're doing, treading water, keep moving forward. But you got to get some shooting and some I, kind of damn way. I think that's a really good point for. The, the pro blow it up tankers is like 
that is the plan right now until it's not. Yeah. And I think that there's this idea of the Bulls have this opportunity because the standings are still close. You're, you're giving yourself an opportunity to get mm-hmm. closer to keeping your pick. Yeah. Because remember, even if they're in the top four, which I think at this point is like, going to be very difficult. I mean, the Spurs just lost 11 straight. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult to get there, but you have this opportunity to to start the season and get yourself closer by the trade deadline yeah. if you commit to it now. If you don't commit to it now, maybe instead of right now, I think they're like sixth in the tankathon standings, mm-hmm. maybe you're 10th. And then it becomes a little bit harder to get all the way down there if you do decide to make those deals. So I get it from that perspective, but right now the plan is to try to be good. And they may try to be good and end up there anyway. So who knows? But I don't see, you know, like I said, it's for now. Well, when it stops being for now, it's going to be because they changed course. We don't know if or when that's going to happen. Yeah. But that's just kind of how it is. And I think people need to, to get on board with it until they change. This is not like 2017, 18, where they're trying to be bad. Like right. they, they're trying to be they're good. They're trying to be good. Right. 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 As opposed to trying to be bad and failing at that, too. <laughs> My God! Shout out to our guy Braggs who was talking to us <laughs> about that Nico Miritic one-man seven-game winning streak that yeah, he year. The, as oh soon as I walked God. in, he wanted to ask me no. about that. He was he was happy about the the Bears tank win today. Oh, though. he was ecstatic he about was. it. He's well, like, and they missed out on Luca. I was like, they weren't getting him regardless, bro. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't gonna happen that way. It wasn't gonna happen that way. But yes, you're right. <laughs> they shouldn't. Have, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Thanks a lot, Nico Wheels boy. Oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> Nico. With with regard to uh, Lonzo and whether or not we're going to see him again this year, Eric Christian said in the comments, "You shouldn't be relying on a role player to be that one factor to being a winning team, even an elite role player like Lonzo." The, the Lonzo narrative has is become so extreme one way or another. Yeah. it's like it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, it's not like he. I mean, he's a bear. He's like a star role player. Yeah, like it's kind of the same as like. Are they tanking or are they competing for a championship? Like, yeah. There is a middle ground. Like, he is very good yeah. at being a star role player. Yeah. It's not like he wouldn't make the team better. Also, you're right. The, the Bulls should not be dependent on their fourth best player Correct. to win them, you know, to get to get their record out of the gutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but not, it's like the truth is in the middle. Exactly. Right. It's not false to point out exactly what they're missing with him when you see it on the floor. It's not false to say, oh, my God, they miss his three-point shooting. They miss his passing. They miss his IQ. They miss his leadership. Da, 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 da. They miss his you defense. You see it. They miss, all, they miss his defense. My God. They miss his getting easy buckets for certain guys. They miss it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not saying, oh, God, it can't be so much dependent on them. That's not what that is. That's pointing out a fact. That is, those are simple and straight up and down facts, bro. They are missing that, and they need it from somebody. Fine. If you can't get it from Lonzo, who are we going to get it from? Then get somebody out there who can get it for us, and then we won't talk about it. Then you'll say, yeah, we can move on. We can do these things. But nobody is giving you the three-point shooting. Nobody is giving you that kind of elite defense. Nobody is giving you getting easy buckets, setting up uh, that half-court off. Nobody's doing those things. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it continues to be glaring that he's going like that, bro. That's what it is. It's not like we're over here like, oh, God, I'm Dude, you got to have those skill sets. You have to have them, especially at the point guard position. Oh, my God. We got people in the comments asking us if Gar Pax made better draft picks than Acme. <laughs> I, oh, to be fair, to to be fair this commenter also said, or is it too early to judge that? Yeah, yeah Mark, it's too early to judge Mark's that. Mark's my guy. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. You yes, know. it's early, bro. Uh, other than those, said, I just thought about it. <laughs> it's too early, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah Marcus cool, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's bad early, bro. Bad you know, early, bro. Gar got that promotion after John had been around for a while, but John was making picks for a long time. Yeah. And there were some hits and there were some long time. Big old stinky whiffs. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, we got to take another quick break here while we're doing that. Hit that they thumbs up button if you haven't <laughs> already, and then we will come back to wrap up with a few more thoughts on tonight's game and a look mm-hmm. ahead at the Bulls' next game to have a couple games to come home or a couple days to come home come and regroup before facing the Wizards. Um, tonight's episode also brought to our fine fellow Bulls fans by Big Dave. Come, Ed. Give me the light. <laughs> Just give me the light. Turn it on. The comment. Shut up, all. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yeah, that's right. Com- you can have that. Com- <laughs> I started it. What are you talking about? ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can acquire inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile devices, and track your facilities, energy usage, and much, much more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting and networked controlled lighting, making these projects even more cost-efficient than ever, ever, ever mm. before. So go ahead and visit comed.com slash powering biz. That's B-I-Z. Now to start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com. A dot com. A dot com. A dot com. Tonight's episode of Post Game also brought to y'all by our wonderful friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm. NBA junkies, the season's heating up, and there are still so many unknowns. When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. And new customers with promo code CHGO can bet just $5 on any NBA money line. And if you win that money line bet, you are getting 150 back in free bets. $150 in free bets for a $5 money line. No brainer. You can even take a team that's favored to win by double digits. Mm-hmm. Just the money line. Mm-hmm. Take it. $5. $150. Plus, check out those boosted odds, DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Mm. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, combine bets like which team will win, total rebounds, points scored, three-pointers made, and more. More legs legs you add, the bigger the boost, Mm. the bigger your shot to win big. One more time, don't forget that promo code CHGO, downloading that DraftKings Sportsbook app. And tonight's DraftKings King of the Game. Hit it. Mm. Probably the guy that dropped 41. Mm. Zachary Attackery, mm-hmm. 41, eight boards, two assists. And as you mentioned, Dave, getting it done on the defensive end as well tonight with those four steals. Quattro. Unfortunate that it didn't come in a win, yeah. but a huge positive feeling yeah. to see Zach Levine play like that because we had not seen him play like that in a while. 
it carried over from the Golden State game in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, into this game right here. He he was assertive and alert, and you didn't see any of those moves that we have been yelling about uh, in this game. That you didn't see that show him the ball and bring it back uh, move. Me and see him just crashing into people uh, and without any idea as to why. Everything had a rhyme. Everything had a reason. Um, and it was cool when he was taking those heat check shots. You were like, okay, cool, because I just saw you go off. Also, because nobody else is scoring. So exactly, and to. that is well. Yes, nobody else was scoring at all, and that's what sucks about it for Zach to finally have that game, but then nobody can come along with you to get you that victory, man. That they were, it's right there, it's right there. But Zach had that game. It's good. It's encouraging to see that from Zach, though. It is. Yeah, it's a positive step, and I, I think. The the first layup, I want to say maybe it was the second, was very telling for me because he got into the paint, took a foul, drew contact, and still made it and, like, did that same little finger roll thing that he's been doing. How you but do he, that again? He actually mm. – a little, little jelly yeah, on it. A little bit. Uh, but he actually made the layup, which he's been missing a lot of. True. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. looked like the, the bounce was there a little bit more, so – that was that was a positive sign for me. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Laura Lou in the comments who said Zachary Attackery. No one had his back. <laughs> that, that's how it's done. Sad. That's true. How well executed. Y'all want to know how Nicely it's done? done, Laura Lou? Well, I be getting on y'all about how it get done. That's how you get it done. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Congratulations. That was wonderful. I'm proud. Oh. <laughs> Uh, shout right. out also to, to Tyler in the comments who said, does Chicago have the most overreactive fans in sports? First yes. it was Fields as a bust. Yes. Then it was Trade Zach. Now it's Trade DeMar. <laughs> then it's Fire Billy. I think you just answered your own question <laughs> yeah. there, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's how it is, bro. Like, it goes down, everybody's got to go down. It goes up, everybody's got to go up. So definitely uh, reactionary, definitely no middle ground. And- with Bulls fans. And bless their hearts. It used to be, but that was way back in the day when it was winning championships. Yeah. It used to be a middle ground. Um, but all right. that was unacceptable because we were going to win championships. So, uh, gentlemen, we saw a slightly different starting lineup than the previous game because mm-hmm. Javante Green was banged up. So, Pat was back in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Caruso still in the starting lineup in place of Io DeSumo. Just kind of wanted to talk for a minute about how we felt about that tonight and then... Say that Javante is available by the time they play Washington on Wednesday after yeah. two days off. Where do you think Billy should go, and where do you think Billy will go when it comes to this recent stretch of swapping out Pat and Io and swapping in Alex and Javante? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I think he'll stick with it as far as Javante and uh, Caruso being in the starting lineup. Um, Pat was okay. You know what I mean? He wasn't, t- what, 10 points, five rebounds, four or five rebounds? Something like that. Uh, he, w- he was cool. Uh, had a couple standout rebounds uh, when he went up but didn't have a move to finish oh, it. That offensive board he had and then missed the putback? Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> oh, come on, Pat. <laughs> so you saw that, but he was getting done up by Harrison Barnes on a few of those plays, mm-hmm. on a few of those matchups. And that's what's going to keep him, you know what I'm saying, on the bench, those kind of things. So, yeah, you'll, you'll go with Javante because you know the energy that, that – comes with that, and you know what it provides, and you know the slashing and the cutting, and it feels like guys are used to that because they played with that a lot, you know what I'm saying, last year and things like that. But it's just the fact of how they looked against Golden State when that lineup occurred, you know what I mean? And that was, it was one of their be- the best they've looked on the road trip, seriously. But even, even in that loss, it was honestly one outside of the Milwaukee game, obviously. It was, it was like 
the best, one of the best looking Bulls teams that they've had on this road trip. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking good and you're feeling good and you're playing good, it's all good. They'll stay with that. I've been saying it since training camp. I think that's the best lineup. Caruso and Javante in there with the the big three. I think if you're trying to maximize those guys, which clearly they need to, because I think they're minus six and a half this year together, you got to put the best possible players around them to optimize what they do. Um, I don't think Patrick and I have done a great job this year. That's not to say I think they're bad players or they have no potential or they have no hope. I think they would actually both really benefit from playing next to Dragic and having him sort of orchestrate and help them get in position and screen and move the ball and all that stuff yeah. that they've done well. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the direction you got to go. Obviously, there's going to be matchups where it doesn't work or whatever, but, like, they started Javante for however many games Patrick was out last year. Uh, it worked well then. I think he is straight up playing at a higher level than Patrick, and he makes those those – starters those all-stars that this team is built around mm-hmm. they make them better yeah that's what it should be about that's what it should be oh yes that's uh jojo about. in the comments agrees saying yeah i think iop will off the bench is where they belong for now um you know and then of course there is that faction of this fan base that i think asks the fair question of look as a fourth overall pick in his third year what does it say if pat hasn't proven himself to be a guy who should be in the starting lineup of this team. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Like you, you'd prefer that he that he has established himself, but like mm-hmm. he hasn't. So like, what do you what do you do? You just throw him away? No, you you find something else. You try to find another way to help him improve. And that's why I said at the beginning of the season that I thought he should come off the bench and play with Dragic. Mm-hmm. It I think that that just works best for all parties involved. Like you help the starters get better. You provide uh, more athleticism, mm. uh, pace, transition game, defense, help defense. Like the, the Bulls help defense this year. Their off-ball defense has been so bad, mm-hmm. despite what the numbers say. Um, just broken rotations. I, I, they're not good. And you need guys next to Damar, Zach, and Vooch to help uh, raise that floor a little bit. Meanwhile, I think Patrick could actually be really good against second unit players, mm-hmm. right? Because he's the, the talent level is not as much. He can focus more on trying to get his own shot. And I think Dragic would make it easier for him to do that. So I, I think that's that's kind of the direction that has always really made the most sense to me. Um, I think Patrick has some tools. Like there are plays where it's like, damn, I just saw Patrick mm-hmm. do something that showed off his athleticism the or his size <laughs> or whatever it is. But then he'll follow it up immediately with, <laughs> with, a, foul. <laughs> with a foul or like uh, just like letting a ball slip through his hands yeah, or yeah. not, you know, not making a layup or not going into contact. Or yeah. It's just like he has a long way to go in terms of understanding the game. I don't want to like penalize him or chastise him for that because he's he's just not there yet. Like, what can you do? Yeah. You just you got to find another way. You got like life keeps moving on. You got to either go with it or dump him. And I just I'm not ready. Yeah, to do that. I, and I don't, I don't think it means that. If Billy doesn't see him as being a right piece and a ready piece for the starting lineup, that he can't develop as a bench player. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people in the NBA develop as important bench pieces and then go on to become more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think everybody just wants Pat to be immediately better than he is because of the fact that 
he was the fourth overall pick after this fan base got sick of drafting seventh a million times in a row. Do it now. And a fourth overall pick sounds like someone who is more important and should be better than a bunch of midi at best seventh overall picks. Yeah, true. And indeed. it's, you know, it's three spots. Yeah. It's three spots. Like, but, I, I don't think it should mean as much as it does to some Bulls fans. But I, but I do think that, like, it's a, prob- like it's a problem. We have to acknowledge that as well. Like, I, I think that... In a lot of ways, this whole team was constructed around the idea that Patrick could be that piece that elevates them. You bring in Damar and Vooch. You bring in Lonzo and Caruso. And, like, Patrick is the guy that's supposed to, like, be the one that has that upside. Mm-hmm. Right. And it hasn't been there yet. I'm not saying it never will be or whatever, but, like, it's a problem that he hasn't gotten there. Does mm-hmm. that mean that you throw him away? I just I don't think so. No, and, and I like what you said as far as, like, every, you see those little flashes, and, and that's kind of what you kind of go off of. And honestly, if this was a team that was not trying to win, he would still be in the starting lineup. For sure. Like, without a doubt. Because sure. you'll let him go figure it out. Go find, go make your mistakes, go make your lumps. But they're trying to win. And so if that's the case, if, you can, if you're doing something and it's not conducive to winning, then you change it, period and point blank. So you're going to have to find a way to develop him another kind of way. And that's all that is. But he, you see those flashes, man. You see those certain things. And you're just like, okay, he's just not ready yet. The basketball is still being learned. And I think that's the key point of what you continue to say is he ain't learned yet. It's a lot of learning. It's a lot of IQ still that needs to be developed with him. Like certain things he needs to do and certain positions he needs to be in that are basketball IQ things. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, he's, he hit that on the head with that, and it just takes time. That's all you got. And Bulls fans are not patient at all. And, and it's not like he's been out there world-beating either. So I completely get all of that. You know what I mean? But that's, this is the way you have to do it. You know what I mean? Because he's got to learn. Because it's something there. We're still trying to see if it can be pulled out. And, like, if the Bulls are going to tank and, and do what it seems like a lot of people want them to do, the last player they're trading is Patrick. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to be the one that is, like, the next team. Bro, if they make that decision to tank, he's, he's Mr. Everything immediately. Mm-hmm. If they make that decision to tank, he's, he's bringing if the ball tanking, up. they're taking, Patrick it off. is he's having a game every night like the game he had against Minnesota bro, in game 82 last he, season. He gets the ball. All, he's playing 40 minutes. He's yeah. doing everything yeah. if they decide to tank, bro. Like, so you can get ready for more of that if they make that decision, bro, because he, he is going to be that guy. And now you, and now you, Dean, saying, "What are we doing here? This is awful." Apathy setting in with this group. Apathy Wait, with happened? this group, meaning the Bulls or us or Bulls fans. <laughs> no apathy here. No bro. frustration. Yeah. Frustration for sure. And I don't think there's apathy with this Bulls team right now. I think I think they're just trying to figure out how to win these games. They're trying and to figure out how to win these. Yeah, games. It was a brutal road trip, and they they let some some potential wins go. Like we just told you what they were um, going to finish. Right. Like we said it. We said two and four was what they were going to do on here. We. This is what it was going to be. All right, y'all. Real quick before we get out of here, a couple of days off, then you got the Wizards at home, a team you already faced early in the season, lost to them on a DeMar DeRozan would-be buzzer beater, almost did it to him again. Yeah. But DeMar misses that shot. The Bulls lose by two. Got fouled. Yeah. (laughs) That was a game that Zach was one of those still early season resting Zach games. Yeah. They got 32 from DeMar. They got 24 and 8 from Vooch. Meanwhile, Kuzma, not Beal, Kuzma led the way for the Wizards with 26. What what do we need to see differently from this Bulls team to get a W this time against the Wizards team that's struggling right there with the Bulls in those like 11 and uh, 12 spots in, in the East? 
this is a winnable game yeah. coming back home with a couple of days off, and you got Zach back this time. Listen, it's simple. You get on board with the attackery. <laughs> it's, it's that simple, man. You know, we saw if Zach is going to be this and carry this over. Obviously, we'll be watching that much more closely this game. But carry that over into the next game. If that's what's going to carry over, somebody's got to ride the attackery with Zachary. That's all, because that's the reason they couldn't get this victory, because there was nobody else in their attackery. So hit me with the attackery. Follow Zachary. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. If, if, if Javante is available against Washington, Will, does he start or does Pat start? I think Javante will start. Patrick yeah. had a chance today to, to come back and prove that he belongs, and he scored double figures, but yeah. like, I don't think he really put enough of an impact on the game. Yeah. The Bulls want to get themselves out of this hole – they need to, I mean, they need to play better. Like, yeah. just everything needs to be better. They're defending in the first half, I thought was terrible tonight. They're giving up way too many lanes to the basket. The Kings were getting downhill whenever they wanted. They are either getting layups, dunks, or kicking out to three-point shooters mm. who were making all their shots and shooting twice as many as the Bulls did. Like, you're just, the recipe to win games is, like, basically the opposite of what they're doing. Yeah. And they just need to play better. They know what they need to do. Mm. They know they need to wall off the paint. They know they need to be more efficient shooting the ball. They know they don't. They can't turn the ball over. They know they need to get out in transition. Mm -hmm. You got to do all those things that you said you're going to do. Wait, what? When did we take? Justin. Come on. When? Did anybody when? here just say sunshine <laughs> and rainbows? When, dog? What, who, what was you watching? Who are you listening to, man? Bro, come who on, you listening man. To? I'm, gonna, I'm in a shit mood right now because the Bulls just went two and six on a road trip. And lost a game that was winnable just just now. What was you watching, bro? Sunshine and rainbows. We were just, God. We just ran if, through If everybody. this is sunshine and rainbows to you, I hate to think what Steve, not sunshine nice? and rainbows is. Were we too nice, Steve? No, not at all. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he wanted more hat throws. We didn't get, oh, a, wanted we, a hat throw? we didn't get any hat throws. You know what? Though. You don't get a hat throw for that ridiculous <laughs> falsehood you just like threw that. in there. My God. I saw somebody say that we were mad because Green Bay beat the Bears. Again, that is incorrect. <laughs> that is I mean, absolutely wrong -o I'm there, I'm sir. I'm still salty about that. You you salty about that loss? Yeah, well, okay. That makes one of us. Yay, yay, I'm not salty. Yay draft positioning. Anytime Rodgers walks off Soldier Field with a W, yeah. I fucking hate my life. Damn. Well, you're right about that, Sergio. There it is. It's on the ground. Suck it, Packers. There it is. We got a head Enjoy throw Enjoy also not making the playoffs this season. Got what is. Um... Yeah. Hashtag did my own research. Let's get out of here. Uh, we got to wrap it up early tonight because Steve is pulling double duty. Bless his heart. He's got to get ready for Blackhawks postgame yeah, yeah. with our guys, Jay and Greg and Mario. Make sure you stick Woo! around and watch them after the conclusion of tonight's Blackhawks game. Uh, Drink some brew. We are off tomorrow. We'll be back for a Tuesday episode of the show in the afternoon. Uh, Bulls will be back in action on Wednesday. Thank you, Jeffrey. Enjoy the start to your week. In the meantime, you can hit us up on the Twitter machine, chjo underscore Bulls, which is where at the top of that pinned tweet, you can find the links to our chjo Bulls takeover. Get your tickets if you haven't already. Follow Will. Will underscore Gottlieb. Okay. Big Dave is at Bow. BAWL Sports. I am Bulls underscore Peck. For Steven, Will, Positive. and Big Dave. So optimistic. Appreciate y'all for watching. As always, We'll get things turned around at home, Bulls fans. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. See Red be good. Come hang with us December 16th for the Bulls Knicks game. Boom!